0: Oh, my shoulder just popped. Doing and
1: that's, so well. now, that's now in the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Get Offset podcast. My name is Emily, and
2: my name is Andrew.
1: Ooh boy, but you were sounding really like like normal in the pre-show chatter, and then <laughs> now yep. I'm coughing.
2: It's uh, it's coming and going. Still, I yeah. still got. You know, it's a month after I got COVID and I'm still, you know, coughing enough where like the, the other folks in the office are like, you okay. Um, so I'm not dying.
1: But yeah. But you're not testing positive. Correct. I haven't tested so. since um, I tested positive. So.
2: Yeah. How are you holding up?
1: I'm, I'm really close to there. Yeah. Um, I, it was pretty mild for me, so mild. I just thought it was either allergies or a head cold. Though by the time I tested, I wasn't surprised. I'm like sure. ah, allergies come and go a lot more than whatever this is. Yeah. Mm. So um, no, I feel fine. I have a good amount of energy, which is important okay. because you know I have a I have a gig on Thursday. We're recording this on Sunday. That gives me that's that puts me way outside of my. Um, quarantine period yep so. yep <laughs> i'm practicing I've, i'm playing at the the royal room in seattle which is a cool little joint that's like dinner and music kind of place yeah it's really fun to play music to the sound of people like cutting up their entrees <laughs> it's like very fancy feeling about it that's that wasn't a joke
2: <laughs> no I, I believe you that's uh yeah. it that reminds me of like Period piece movies, where like there's the the fancy baller gal or whatever, and there's the the jazz trio in the corner.
1: Oh, totally! It's it's fun. It's um, yeah. it's more fun than like playing uh, like an open house, which I've also done, where people are drinking and talking. And actually, you know what? I kind of like that. I was basically invisible in the corner, except for like the one or two dudes who just really wanted to talk to me. Right. That was
2: no one else with this party will talk to me. So I've got a captive audience.
1: <laughs> like I'm just trying to do my little finger style chord melody arrangements of pop songs. And he's, this guy just kept coming up and he's like, I want to pl- hear some Eagles. We need some that the rocks. I'm like, that's not what I'm getting paid for. <laughs> free and bird. He, oh my God. He, he thankfully he just asked for the Eagles, not free bird, but that's close enough.
2: <clears throat> right.
1: Um, And the same guy, he's like, I I feel bad for you. You're over here by yourself. And I'm like, and I'm doing my favorite thing in the world. Don't, And I'm getting paid to do it. Right. Don't feel bad for me. I'm happy.
2: It's a strange phenomenon being, you know, upset on someone else's behalf without having talked to them.
1: You're just being nice. Sure. Flirting or some shit like that. But um, nice shirt. Uh, for the people who are listening, Andrew is repping our friend Hillary's podcast, Midriff, which you should all go subscribe to.
2: Indeed. I got the shirt at Nam, and I'm very excited and I've been waiting to wear it on the show.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, yep. Huge, huge hat tip to uh, Joan of Heart, who is filling in while you weren't feeling so great. So thanks, Joe. Thank you, it's, Joe, and it
2: was a lot of fun to watch the two of you chit chat while I was uh, recovering.
1: Yeah, and if you're listening to this on July 5th, it's Joe's birthday.
2: Oh, oh, I need it. We should do something.
1: I hope she likes the gifts. <laughs> I I think uh, her partner got her. Carlos got her um uh, an Epiphone. Oh, do you, do you remember the model? She posted it in the, in the Discord. Yeah, it's it was red.
2: It's red and it looks kind of Gretschish. Yeah, it's, it's not looks very Gretschish. Yeah. Gretschy. Gretschy.
1: Gretschy. Yeah. Son of a Gretsch. Um,
2: <laughs> no, I don't remember the model name, but it looked really, really classy. Yeah, Big for fan. real.
1: Yeah, I I think every every lady deserves a guitar that makes her feel small because they're so big.
2: <laughs> it is quite sizable.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like my Coronado too. It's it's thin, but it's got a big body, and I wear it really high.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my yep.
1: god.
2: <clears throat> well, happy birthday, Joe. We love you and appreciate you.
1: HBD, Joan of Arc. Uh, and go subscribe to her channel. Um, Playhouse. Yeah. Uh, she's really close to uh, finishing up that MA demo, I think, which I I'm really excited wait. to see. Mm-hmm. I see so some of the it, So am really I supposed to do shrooms,
2: shrooms before or after?
1: That's deal. I would do it before, like 30 okay, minutes before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for all of those who are about to be shrooms, <laughs> psychedelics are decriminalized in the Pacific Northwest, at least in Seattle, and I believe Oregon. So...
2: Man, I'm still too chicken, though. I don't think I can bring myself to do it. Just
1: gotta do the microdosing.
2: Yeah, um, I, I don't know if I have. I don't know if I could do that.
1: <laughs> just, just do a little bit.
2: No, yeah, just a little bit. Like I don't feel anything. Do a little bit more. I don't feel anything. Do a little bit, and just floored. Uh, that's
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably- why you start with one, and maybe go back to the second one the next day. <laughs> now, the the purpose of microdosing is you don't feel the psycho. Psychoactive stuff. Sure, this is a shrooms podcast. Um, it's no, not a shrooms
2: podcast, but it is a mental health positive podcast. And there's a lot of studies out there looking at options and how that all. Uh, I don't know if there's any solid conclusions, but there's there's room sort of to be open minded for where uh, medicine could go with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a friend who is um, treatment has treatment resistant depression, and um, microdosing really helped her a lot. So,
2: but we are also not doctors, so this is not a prescription.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not medical advice because not that I have a medical li- license to lose. No, nope. like you, you can say it's not legal advice when you're not a lawyer. I think.
2: <laughs> uh, not a doctor, but I uh, almost pretended to be one on TV.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, yeah so I have a the gig next week that I have um it's a, a women in country tribute which I played guitar on some of these uh gigs back in 2019 um
0: yep and that sounds uh,
1: right yeah i am i'm excited uh, last time it was divided into two shows uh so there's an early show and a late show this year there's just one show mm-hmm. uh, which is going to make my life a little less exhausting. But um, this one is Katie Lang, Patsy Cline, and Nico Case. And let's let's just say, Nico is like the most popular song choice. I think half the songs are going to be Nico Case songs. Okay. Uh, yeah. And those have been really fun to learn. The Patsy Cline songs, it's kind of 50-50 between, like, there's lead stuff, there's just, like, snare, electric guitar, like, um, just kind of keeping tempo. And there's not much else going on. I love Katie Lang, but but the, the guitar tone on these records is so bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna stay true to the to the record tone, or are you gonna revise a bit?
1: Oh, I'm gonna revise a bit. I'm gonna base all the tone around um, Nico Cases because she's got that good, um, like. Um, Tremolo that's that mm-hmm. goes with Patsy Klein really well. So she's got like okay. this really drippy reverb um, Drip. with like an amp tremolo kind of sound. So I'm going to base my tone around that. And that's going to work for Patsy. I'm going to make it work for Katie. But like I was struggling with some Katie Lang songs. So I'm like, let me just go through the, the, the Nico songs. I know those a lot better. Sure. And it was just like one after another. So I'm bringing my baritone guitar and my B Bender
2: nice yeah well i'm gonna to talk to melissa after this and see what we're doing
1: mm-hmm. that
2: evening see if we can't figure something out
1: yeah that place is great yeah um you, it's, you buy tickets and then you get a reservation that's kind of the um that has been the order in the past so no just um you know thanks to sue for booking me for the gig I know she kind of had to fight to get me on the bill. So thanks, thanks Sue.
2: Well, I'll make sure to, if, if I can make it, to clap extra loud and obnoxiously at the and end of the set.
1: Sure, man. That sounds great. But last time I played these shows, I just had my little um, harmony, my little silver tone. And I remember before one of the gigs, like, I, f- I didn't realize the tubes on those since they're sideways. Mm-hmm. They can kind of come dislodged a little bit.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I had like an, I had an amp emergency on one of those shows. Oh no. Like I I can't drive all the way back home. Right. I think I'm going to take the Benson. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go a little extra.
2: You're not going to put it like backstage or anything. It's going to be on stage loud and proud with the wolf.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so other than. One amp it, wolf pack. Yeah. One amp wolf pack. <laughs> that is my. It's Wolfie. I love him. Um, yeah. Then Friday I'm playing with. Um, bass with Jerf. And. Uh, that's at some festival in Eastlake. I have no idea. It's it's weird getting information. Out of some people. So we mm-hmm. had, we had like 3 gigs pretty close together and Jeff's always like one gig at a time, one gig at a time. I'm like no.
0: <laughs> I need I the information.
1: I don't have one gig at a time. You have one gig at a time. I have yep. many. I need to know. I'm going to google it. I no. want to know. Can you show me? Um <laughs> East Lake Summer Sounds. There we go. So Wait, this is the same lineup. Your downstairs neighbors? Larson Gardens, who's my friend Brittany's guitarist. I think. Maybe not. I am so I'm such a liar. Hold up. Nope, I'm a liar. What the hell? That's just a different person named Larson. Sorry, Britt. Oops. Uh sorry, Larson. And Jerf. So let's see. That's five to eight. Oh, that's not as early as I thought.
2: Yeah, it's pretty reasonable for Friday.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I'm still going to sleep work a skosh early.
2: Yep. Looks
1: like we're playing second. Cool. Um, I have literally no idea where in East Lake this is. Oh, uh, rog- Rogers Playground.
2: Go That's on. an interesting name for a venue.
1: It's an outdoor thing, dude. Sure. Uh, let's see. Roger's. Is it actually third? a
2: playground? Who's Roger? I have questions. I'm not sure I want the answers.
1: Oh, oh, this is going to have a really nice view, though. A uh, Small just... local park for playing and relaxing.
2: Restroom so it's a, a playground.
1: Closed. Yeah. I showed up to our Wednesday gig in such a shit mood. It was. I also didn't know I was sick at the time. It was an outdoor gig, if anyone's upset. <clears throat> but, um, I, we tried to stop at this taco truck before the show and they were closed, and it was the only food near the venue. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I've got. What's new with you, bud?
2: <clears throat> uh, what's new with me is I have been recovering for what feels like a month. Um, so the, the, you know, I got COVID from Nam and, uh, NAM was absolutely worth it. Enjoyed every second of it, but did not enjoy the following week. And that was about like 85% of the recovery. It's been like the last 15% of it. So, yeah. um, fatigue, uh, continuing to sleep a lot, and it just ne- ne- doesn't feel like enough. Mm-hmm. Um, brain fog has been really, really wild. Yeah. So, like, I'll be at work and like, I've been here at this job for three years, and this is basic stuff. And like, I can't even like, you know, like something's on the tip of your tongue, Yeah. I'm getting that a lot. And I'm also getting the, like, get done with the conversation 20 minutes. later, like, oh my God, I totally forgot something that was really important. Kind Ew. of follow up stuff. So, yeah. um, got all that. And then like the cough isn't really a big deal. So it's started to get a little better. I finally got my, myself back into the gym this week to try and coax a little bit more energy out. I mean, I think it's slowly working, but it's also mm-hmm. just, um, so yeah. with all of that said, uh, I was when I, I I put a pause on Fox Cairo right before Nam, So I put a vacation hold on the shop and I was thinking like, Oh dude, Nam, some family stuff for a few weeks and then come back. And I'm looking at this going, um, it's probably going to be another month before I can seriously look at opening up orders again.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: But so we'll see how my energy levels go and how everything comes, uh, in terms of balance. But, uh, yeah. Oh. We also like let the house go to junk for the last month because like all of us got it.
1: Yeah, so that'll We're finally happen. cleaning
2: it up this, like this is the cleanest I've seen the house in like six weeks. So we're taking advantage of the long weekend to, to chip away at it. And, um, so after all of that is said and done, um, I did rearrange my office. Ooh. So I got the couch behind me again, moved the amps over here, and I started rebuilding my baseboard.
1: Nice. Uh,
2: So I'm having one of those, like I've got so many things that I want on it and I don't need all of them, but I'm having a hard time choosing.
1: I, I am very much influenced by like what I've been hired to play when it's comes, I don't, I don't have a board that's for fun, like just for like dicking around. It's, it's all like, this is the Sunday crush board. This is the jerf board. This is my, this specific gig board.
2: (laughs) Yep. No, I I don't have any of that. And just, Yeah, playing for me, and
1: I miss uh, that. Yeah,
2: I really want. I'm really trying to figure out a way to make the uh, the the fuzz fit on there.
1: Oh, by Warm Audio.
2: Yeah, I've got it. I don't know if it's showing the camera, but it's hiding right behind me. Nice, but that's like two thirds of my mini board. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I think, feel like that thing's made to go on top of an amp. Probably. But um we Jason and I met up with Warm Audio at Gearfest and they were Oh fun. As cool as their stuff was, like they had these like this this itty bitty little ribbon mic that I'm definitely going yep. to try to pick up. Um I <laughs> they they gave us this they were the only brand that really was like a sales pitch, it felt like. Gotcha. Like it was very much a spiel. But the um, elevator
2: pitch, not the hey, how can we help you?
1: Yeah, it was like okay. It wasn't really set up to like record either. Um, mm. But I am curious about that little itty bitty ribbon mic. Warm audio. It was like $700.
2: Yeah. They're not known for being slouches on quality. So,
1: or quality, or um, every, it seems like affordable. Like, it, it, it's stuff that's modeled after old stuff that's unattainable. Yep. And then they try to make it right. really more attainable
2: right while <clears throat> uh, still being excellent
1: yeah see there's da, 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 that's I a
2: fun ethos go. for a brand i think i think there's a lot to be said for uh trying to celebrate some history
0: mm-hmm. in the
2: pedal industry and not just trying to find the next and i can't believe i'm the one saying this but trying to find the next corniest name for a, a pedal <laughs> <sighs> yeah
1: what? corny names for pedals what's your corniest pedal name
2: like that's in real life, or that I can think of
1: that you can think of.
2: Um, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my brain's doing the spinny wheel.
1: I get it. I get it. I'm trying to figure out where what is their ribbon microphone. I can't find it anywhere.
2: <laughs> is it like their? Well, you said it was small, so it's not like a U eighty seven.
1: I at- think. It, I think it might have been. Okay. U eighty seven ribbon mic. <clears throat> uh W eight. No, that's not it. It's so it was so small. Oh, I didn't know Royer made a five hundred dollar ribbon mic. I'm really? all yeah, it's the R ten ribbon microphone. It's what the sweetwater says it is.
2: I thought that was the R ten, I thought it was closer to a thousand bucks.
1: It's only hundred bucks oh, on sale.
2: Yep. Yeah. And huh. I'm looking and I just pulled up Sweetwater and here's here's a thousand bucks for a matched pair. Maybe that's where I got that from.
1: Oh, that would make a lot of sense.
2: Matched what? pair feels like such a, uh, like I, I know it's a legitimate thing, but there's that part of me in the back of my head that I'm like, is it?
1: I have a matched pair um, of condenser mics. They're great for drum overheads.
2: I feel like I need to watch like another video like explaining why match pair matters. It's like I like it's not like I don't believe that it matters. It's just more of a it feels like it's like a made up snake oil situation.
1: <laughs> really?
2: An excuse to sell too.
1: Yeah, does this microphone not exist? I don't know. I, I need to take some time away from this. Maybe email those people that I talk to. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: just got the warm audio website pulled up right now.
1: I, I, I couldn't find it on there.
2: Maybe it was to be released soon?
1: Oops. I hope not. My bad. It's I'm awkward. sorry. I'm sorry. Oops. Um. Yeah, there was... Gear Fest was intense. It was so much fun. It sounds like
2: it. And I'm jealous about the Marshall Wall.
1: I didn't get to play it. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's the kind of thing that really would have been helpful to have, like, a helper, because it would have been really hard to film that one on my own. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was so... Now that I'm recovered from it a little bit more, I think I recorded with Joe, like, the day after I got back, maybe. And I was, um, didn't have a lot of time to reflect on it, but um, yeah, it was, it was special. It was fun. And I just want to clarify, I actually did pay for my drinks on the, on the hotel rooftop bar. I forgot (laughs) that I put down a credit card. So Sweetwater did not pay for my, my snacks and drinks. Fair Uh, enough.
2: Weirdly Any other one, re- reflections uh, you know now that you've had a chance to to breathe
1: um it was more helpful than nam for meeting some of these brands <laughs> it really was um, it just there's less competition for like getting talking to people they're all yeah. in kind of the mindset of you're an influencer so they're not like trying to balance you between buyers press other press and people who are just kind of like there. So um, I feel like I made some really good relationships with people I've been trying to connect with for a long time. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to see how like that Gibson video turned out. Honestly, they're like, they're like editing it and shit. It's. Oh, very cool. I think they are, or they just haven't sent me the raw footage yet, but Sutton from their team uh, sent me some uh, pictures that she took. So, like, my hair will never look better in a video than it does in that Gibson one because I just got it earlier that day. I'd had it um cut and (laughs) styled, courtesy of Sweetwater. That's pretty epic. It was great. My hair—it was so big. It was good, good, though. I I had a really good time. Um, That's good. I think that
2: makes a lot of sense with the, uh, you know, less categories of potential audience. Mm-hmm. There's like a handful of the booths at Nam that I was, you know, go up and start like starting a conversation. And I, I wasn't like, Hey, so this is who I am first. I was like trying to get to know them first before, figure out like what was going on before I started asking more questions and be like, by the way, yeah. Like I'm with this podcast and mm-hmm. YouTube channel and the, you know, they were pretty quickly like before they, there's a handful of them before I got into it at all. They're like, all right, are you media? Are you a dealer? Mm -hmm. Or are you a fan and the variations on those three different categories, but they're just like, there's a vague three different categories. Where do you land? What's going on here?
1: Yeah. And of course, you know, just because you have like a dealer badge or something doesn't mean you're actually a dealer. You could have just gotten a badge from a dealer, which is really common. Yep. Yep. Um, Same with media. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Not to say they were just letting anybody in this year, but
2: sure. But you know, the, it just having a split between media and dealer knowing full well that there's plenty of people there. They're just there to have fun. Yeah. Um, isn't very helpful. Mm-hmm. So having an invite only for media influencers makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And man, Sweetwater, they did, they did right by us. <clears throat> Except for the whole, you're, you're right to the airport. It comes at four thing. That was rough. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I would I I almost prefer to fly that early. Just get to I, done and out of the way.
1: I fell asleep I think as soon as you know we started taxiing. and I think I woke up when we landed uh, on the yep. first flight. But that was only an hour. Then the next one, I was dozing a lot more. The guy next to the guy next to me had to get up and go to the bathroom for a very long time, and I remember just being mad that this person is coming in between me and my sleep. Right. That's what I get for, uh, getting, um, an aisle seat, but <clears throat> yeah, it was, I can't complain. I'm not totally. going to, not going to just trying to humanize myself a little bit. Oh, well, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, it was a very eventful week. Um, <laughs> did you see all of the drama in 60 cycle hum?
2: A little bit, yeah.
1: A little bit. Too many, too many abortion many This group is so toxic. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. It's not that
2: toxic of a group. People are being ridiculous.
1: Um, no, it's not toxic. It's just like if you're going to be a dick, you're going to get piled on a little yep. bit. <clears throat> but, you know, it, it's interesting that somebody would come out and say that because people – I feel like rage quitting is such a weird thing um
2: right this isn't an airport no need to announce your departure
1: it's like all that group it like does that's annoying is like they they overdo it on the memes a little bit and oh I love uh, that I am not complaining and I'm not saying it's too too much but it is a lot (laughs) so it's a lot of memes and uh and then occasional political topics that I feel like most people are kind of like cool about but You know, I was surprised to see um, Josh Scott chime in on the abortion one, honestly. Yeah. I don't think he's particularly political, but uh, he posted his Facebook status. So I think it's kind of fair game because he's got a public Facebook. Right. And um, it was – I will agree with other people who said it wasn't very clear. I didn't think it was very clear what he was saying in his post but um because he said i'm pro-life but it's not my choice i think
2: you're pro-choice
1: i think you're pro-choice yeah so it was it was interesting he he clarified his position sure a lot um i didn't realize he was so removed from like western christianity at this point um it seemed but uh his big thing was that he felt uh he, he just feels like Christianity shouldn't legislate. Yeah. And I'm like, okay.
2: Well, and a little That's clarification a- there, like Western Christianity mm-hmm. is massive. The honestly, the group that is like the most vocal about all of this nonsense is not the largest representation.
1: Yeah. I feel um. like it wasn't even I feel like people who were like religious like Christianity kind of stayed away from politics in the way that Jehovah's Witnesses presently do um basically until abortion until they realized they could make that the um the the issue
2: sure well they've caught the mouse and now they're figuring out what to do with it
1: oh they're gonna now they're gonna keep keep chasing that mouse Yep. they're gonna beat it that horse was if they can Um, Which is unfortunate.
2: But yeah, no, I mean, I think it was encouraging to see uh, Josh Scott um, and and other uh, more prominent members of the gear community speak up and be like, nah, this ain't it, this ain't it, fam.
1: Yeah. Uh, Because Rhett Scholl's also been posting about it on Twitter.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm not going to say anything that's not like public, but it, it is encouraging uh, I, I, I can think of very few brands who don't seem to at least be on the. I,
2: I think I, of the brands that have said something, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and.
1: Uh, JHS surprised me. He just tends to stay away from hot button topics, it seems. He has. Well, Smartly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Contemporarily, but... that is true. I know, I, I, I get the sense that. He got when he got wrapped up with the IHOP stuff. He's like, "What the heck, guys!" Like, um, that's kind of at least the the public position.
1: Yeah,
2: um, he gave out.
1: Yeah, IHOP is a bad place but, and has been for a long time.
2: Sure, but that's like yeah. I mean that's a twelve, that's a decade plus year old scandal that I'm not even sure was a scandal.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't following that one. Um, <clears throat> you know. Mega churches wig me out.
2: Agreed. I'm not a fan. Um, no. And I'm continually terrified of the weaponization of Christianity in mm-hmm. this country.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, um,
2: like entirely regardless of where my religious beliefs stand, I almost like find myself hesitant to, to say Christian just because – this point, just because – of the association with Western evangelicalism that is so radicalized and just completely bonkers at this point. I yeah. like we, I remember it. So I, I, my, blah, 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 my undergrad degree is in practical theology. And so it's a blend of theology, but also like, what do we do with it? And so it's not all just like the heady stuff. It's how do we apply this? And throughout undergrad, we were talking about uh, Christian nationalism.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it, it Not as a um, like imminent threat, so much as a yeah, this isn't great, but like let's let this is an easy one we can kind of take and deconstructive. Like, of course, like once you start to pick it apart, this makes absolutely no sense. It's not consistent with um, with a pretty reasonable biblical theology.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: None of that was discussed in terms of like, oh yeah, no, this is going to like tear the nation apart in the next decade. I don't think like even like identifying it a little bit before it was really. Um, out there, I I don't think we truly had a grasp on how far it was going to go. I don't think any of us thought it was going to make it this far.
1: No. And as, as a woman who's not religious, it's, it's scary to see just like the, the blatant trampling on rights and like what they seem to be coming for next. It's, um, I I just, I don't understand. We're getting too far away from
2: it. (laughs) We are getting too far away from it, but, all I have to say is this is this is this is. I mean, let's be honest. This is like the Sharia law of what we're dealing with right now. Like, yeah. this, you want to talk about like, we're saving the Middle East from radical
1: Muslim? Like, okay, save us. We're from heading ourselves. that way very quick. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's a lot. It's um, and it can happen really quickly. Um, yep. I, I think that we take uh, for granted that we democracy when, like, you have to it, – it's like a marriage. Are we, though? It's like a marriage. Like, you can't just, like, neglect your marriage and expect it to be strong just because you took a vow when you got married. You have to constantly work on it. And, you know, small little batches of work are better than big overhauls for success. And I just don't think we've maintained very well. And I can think of a few reasons why.
2: Oh, I'm not feeling particularly patriotic this weekend.
1: No, and I have COVID, so I'm missing uh, the big uh, sales. Uh, the big uh, sales. I'm a, I'm gonna partake in the sales, uh, the big parties and stuff. So no, I'm gonna just be? gonna
2: be a homebody this weekend. Right? Yep. Spend some time with some family. That'll be about it.
1: That sounds good. It's um, the uh,
2: circle in my life that matters the most.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I am excited to just – I just got to practice guitar, frankly. Like I've learned – I got a notebook.
2: How many songs are you at for – do you have to learn for the show?
1: Fourteen. Oh, that's – So yesterday For
2: a worship musician. That's unfathomable.
1: (laughs) That's that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. better than than 20 better than 22 which is what i had to learn for the john prine tribute night um and i'm not even sure because last time it was more performers and the idea was you do one of your songs with a band you do one solo and there's a sheet that says do you want to do it with a band or solo of course every single song people put they want to do with a band Uh uh-huh yep so i still have to learn katie lang's down to my last cigarette wash me clean Constant Craving, Miss Shet Lane. And uh, then there I've just uh, so Snare Guitar for Your cheating Heart by Patsy and She's Got You by Patsy. Um, and then there's a Nico K song, Never Turn Your Back on Mother. What's a cover that she does? And I'm just going to read the chart on that one because it's, there's not lead guitar stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, there's I'm I the hardest one the one that took me the most time so far was Hold On Hold On by Nico Case because that has a pretty wicked solo on it by a gentleman named Dallas from um, The po- Posies that ain't right that ain't right I don't think that's right um, but yeah I've got yeah know one two three four four left to like uncover and then all of them to rehearse until I have muscle memory down
2: well good luck with all the practice and hopefully I'll be able to to see you live
1: okay well um yeah I think it's time to get into a topic what do you think
2: I I uh I am inclined to agree I think we've had quite a bit of a delay getting Uh to this part of the episode
1: it's all anybody's talking about it's just like it's on repeats 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 right. repeats. come on you gotta be yep. a little bit proud of that one
2: uh, i'm pretty i'm pretty proud of that one yeah
1: <laughs> so um
2: did, did you get that one on tape or
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> God, i forgot you had that <laughs> it comes at you when you least expect it. Um yeah. this year has been quite a year for delay pedals. Like, it really has been. It's it's bananas and um honestly a little overwhelming, I think. Like I I don't under- Okay, I think I kind of understand, but I've I've heard this from a lot of people um just talking about how many how many delays there are, and there's maybe a little bit of delay fatigue uh, with some folk, but it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Yep. Um, it has been a lot. A ranger came out with their echo, their delay pedal. Yep. I'm pretty sure I've demoed a few. Dreadbox so I've demoed Dreadbox a lot. box came out with
2: the raindrops at NAMM. Oh
1: yeah, all their pedals uh-huh. were sick.
2: Uh, Maris crazy. came out with was it the LVX? I think it was.
1: Oh yeah, that huge, that huge one.
0: Um, that one
2: intimidates the hell out of me. Like yeah. it'd be, it looks like it's cool, but like almost like too much for me. But I am yeah. a simple man. I like knobs.
1: Ma- Matthew's effects to the stranger.
2: Yeah.
1: I am sorry. The surgeon.
2: <laughs> yes. The surgeon.
1: Correct. Wow. Okay. Uh, then Fender had two delay pedals: a standard delay and a space delay.
2: And then going back earlier in the year, we you know, we had like the the RE2. Oh, yeah. And the
1: 202. Or... Yeah. 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 Oh, and then the second, the Mark II of the Line 60 L4.
2: Yeah. <laughs> There's too many to choose from.
1: Yeah. It's just a lot to remember. Um, and there have been like, I've actually demoed a lot of fuzzes and overdrives this year, probably more so than delays, but it really mm-hmm. seems like, it's been a year for delays, and yeah. part of it, I wonder, is if people are just finally getting the chips for the pedals they designed, like, three years ago and tried to release last year.
2: That's entirely possible. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, because I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of overdrives last year,
1: for dirt pedals. We saw boost. three boosts. Three boosts came out in one month. The the pop top uh from Milkman, the uh uh Benson Germanium Linear Boost, and uh the Greer Sure shot. Those all came out like the same month. They were all great in their
2: own ways. The the linear boost with the with the mid hump, right?
1: No, sure That's
2: not how Oh that's right, that's not how linear boosts work. No, that's uh, I'm really sorry. not.
1: Chris Benson's gonna come for you <laughs> with the low Ooh. mid hump. No. <laughs> oh,
0: oh my, my god. god! That
2: I you know that does remind me. I'm a little proud of this, but um, I shouldn't be proud of this. <laughs> um, I I engaged a little bit in sixty cycle hum briefly. Uh, there was a, a one of the threads was if there was a, a tube screamers a sandwich, what would it be? Some responded your parents, and I said, what, for that classic mid-hump?
1: Oh, oh man. <laughs> Nobody wants that. So. Nobody wants that. I was going to say... Um,
2: like They they started it.
1: I was going to say turkey and provolone with no condiments. <laughs> My dry. mouth is dry thinking about that, yeah. Just a very has dry... It, Hasn't it
2: been sitting in the... Uh, <laughs> The, like the, the open fridge deli section oh my God. Oh, for yeah. three days.
1: It sure has. It sure has. Like you have to
2: kinda like tear the bread when you bite into it.
1: Ew. No, that's yep. Sure is. <laughs> um yeah, so it just it's wild when, when things all come out at once. I'm like, how do you mm-hmm. choose? How do you choose between like this the, the space echoes? Yep. Versus the DL4 Mark II versus yep. these these smaller box enclosures that are still really neat with functionality like the Surgeon. How does how does a brand stand out?
2: That is an excellent question.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think that's gonna come down to uh, what group of players are they marketing to and how are they meeting that group's needs? Yeah. And how are they communicating that they're meeting that group's needs?
0: Mm-hmm. So, like
2: if,
1: do you want if you want MIDI? That's different choices, though yeah. more and more of them just have it. I don't actually, of all the pedals that we named, I do they all have I don't know if the um,
2: I don't think the RE2 would have it.
1: RE, I don't think the RE2 has it, but I think the rest have I think the 202 has MIDI. I'm pretty sure the DL, the, I know the surgeon does. I'm sure Maris does. No midi on the RE2. Are you Googling?
2: No, I'm thinking. I think the, I mean, the easy demographic for me to point to would be worship guitar players. And they're always going to be bouncing between like Having tons of options to dial in, kind of that spacey, ethereal sound, mm-hmm. but also wanting to save room on their boards.
1: Yeah, um, it's
2: like a DL four is probably a hard sell for a lot of worship musicians because I mean that was just huge. Um,
1: but they've been, they've they've been using them for years. DL fours.
2: They, they no, that was never really like one of the preferred ones. Like, like the TC Electronic Nova repeater was picked up. Um and kind of preferred right around the same time based mm-hmm. on some of the earlier Hillsong albums.
1: The DL4 does not transmit MIDI messages.
2: But it does MIDI it receive? Theory. Yeah. Yep. There we go.
1: Yeah. Um so its features, its sounds. Is uniqueness going to be as important? Because I remember the surgeon had some unique um like filter options that were my personal favorite i really like the filter options but is that too niche of a sound to really speak to a large group of people or more and more people just going to be making decisions based on i like that company
2: i think that's going to fall into the category of i like that company and or like with the uniqueness factor uh Like, if you don't have a gig that you're playing and you're just playing at home, that might even be more appealing because part of the fun of playing for yourself at home is you don't have to worry about making bad sounds and you just kind of have fun with it and explore.
1: Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of the appeal. For sure. Yeah. So that's part of it. I mean, I think about the boosts that came out recently last year, and they were all different. There was the pop Mm -hmm. top that, like, Unity Gain was at zero and it got really, really loud. The linear linear Germanium boost by Benson – Obviously, pretty pretty unique. That was very much a sound gooder kind of pedal that got pretty dirty. Yep. And then the Greer Sure Shot was a dirty boost, like it mm-hmm. was almost a gain pedal, right? Um, <clears throat> so different strokes. Different strokes. Uh, you know, the DL4 Mark II has a ton of sounds in it, including reverbs. Um, does that make it over engineered? I don't know. Do people want simple. I. It's a lot of stuff without screens.
2: Sure, I think for the majority of the folks that I have played with, that end up getting some of those more involved units is they don't end up going through every single preset.
1: No, they just don't. They you can't.
2: So at a certain point, like you've gone so far that, you, like no one's going to get to the bottom. No one's going to check preset ninety seven. Um.
1: Yeah, unless you intentionally start by going backwards.
2: <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, so I think from that point, it's not so much as an exploration, so much as a what sound are you getting it for? And then you just dial that sound and call it. Yeah. And I think that for like, for me, that makes the RE2 more appealing than the RE202. Because if I can get more or less the sound that I want from like that space echo sound and just like set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty appealing.
1: Yeah, you you are missing out on some features with the the two o two versus the two. Obviously, they couldn't fit everything in right. anybody little package. Like I, I feel like you miss the ability to set the wow and flutter or something. I forget exactly which. I don't know. It's also the memory and the tap right on the front there, and that warp that warp hold is pretty cool. I did get sure. to play with one a little bit at Gear Fest. Um, it made me want it,
0: but, but then on
2: the other side of the spectrum, you got like the the Maris LVX, and I feel like you could give one to ten different people, and all ten of them wouldn't end up at any point in time making a sound that the other ten have made.
1: No, that's the thing like about that. Maris pedals in general. Yeah, it's
2: that um, like a like kind of like an open world game versus like here's the levels in your game and here's the limited things you can do.
1: Yeah, and you really have to, as a builder, um, make sure that you are showcasing the widest variety of sounds. Um, sure. Because honestly, if somebody wants one type of sound in one song and another in a different song, like this, this um, the um, LVX has like low five pitch reverse, and a big mm-hmm. crush kind of sound, granular yeah. sound, comb filter loop. So they're, they're, they are they're do a good job on their website. They're like, here's just like a smattering of presets, um, just vaguely showcasing what this can do. And but, uh, I think that's more important than trying pedal. to show off every feature. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: the experience could, is getting yeah. to explore it.
1: Yeah. This is the kind of pedal where if you do a demo, you you couldn't explain everything. It's like, yep. um, it's like, it's like demoing a synth. You really can't get into every single thing in depth, which is what I'm struggling with right now with the synthesizer. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard, dude. Baby's first for well, a synth.
2: Okay. So let, maybe, okay. So maybe the gaming analogy wasn't the worst thing. So let, 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 let me play with this for a second. So, you know, a lot of, when I think of like a demo tutorial, it's say like for a three knob pedal, like you learn the entire pedal inside and out and how to use it, and you're all good to go. Um, whereas maybe something a bit more involved, it might make more sense to treat it more like a game tutorials, like Age of Empires 2 uh, is the game that I play a lot. There's a that that were Longshank's tutorial, I think is their tutorial campaign, but it's a really short campaign. Basically, they start you off with you've got no control. Like you got one control, you can move units around, then they give you an option to build. And they like sl- slowly build it into like, oh, here's the basic mechanics of the game. And then from here, possibilities are endless, knock yourself out kid. Yeah. And I wonder if that for more complex pedals needs to be more of the, the mindset around it rather than I want to hear everything this unit can do, because now you're giving people the tools they need to succeed,
0: mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And
2: that's, that's the appeal.
1: And that's what I'm looking for, for like my synthesizer. I'm looking Mm -hmm. for little bite-sized demos or something that's comprehensive that has chapters. Because the thing Mm -hmm. about breaking up videos into smaller tutorials, there's a lot of drop-off. So like the the more advanced you get, basically, unless it's a very specific problem you're solving that a lot of people have, uh, it's just, it's not worth the time it takes to make that kind of video um a yep. lot of drop off. So when I work with people like um Matt from Yamaha and it's like a complicated device like the Catalyst 100, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of sounds in that amp and uh I would have been stupid to try to cover them all. He's like just maybe go through them because I know that's what you do, but just play play a couple of your favorites and um <clears throat> and uh just showcase what what you love or like or dislike about that amp. And that really takes a lot of the pressure off because you're like, okay, I just need to do a couple of things, showcase like three or four things. Uh, so people can get vibes from different. That's another reason brands hire different demo artists because yep. I'm not going to get the same kind of sounds as Ryan Burke or, um, sure. or Emily Hopkins because we all have different tastes and styles. Yeah. And we want something that's going to appeal to the people who understand and like us for right. our tastes and styles.
2: That makes a whole lot of sense. I, I think, so. uh, I think it's nice to see more of the delays come out this year. I think inherently delay is more potentially creative and open ended of a, of a, effect than dirt is going to be. There's just a lot more that you could do with it. And so yeah. seeing the, the different ways that people have kind of taken it and run with it is really neat.
1: Yeah. People are really picky about dirt pedals. <laughs> yes. Um, and so much of, I, I feel like more than other pedals, like what you're playing through, what you're playing into uh, really changes the dirt characteristics a yeah. lot. So it's like, oh, cool! I'm I'm really glad this person is demoing this pedal with um, their specific amp. That's weird, and their specific guitar with P90s. But like, I don't have a lot. Of, if you don't have a lot of guitars with P90s and you're not playing through an amp that's anywhere similar, then you can get a feel for like the controls and stuff and how it sounds through their rig. But not you're still gonna need to buy it and try it with your own rig before you realize this can discover if you actually like it or if it actually works for you. Yep yep <laughs> but um speaking i of like dirt. the idea
2: I, I i'm finding myself mm. becoming more of a just play for the experience kind of person sit down and plug in with the amp and not worry about how i sound and just kind of dig into it and see what happens
1: nice yeah for sure sorry nope, <laughs> trying to nothing. not cough <clears throat> i know um, the feeling yeah. I, I added the silk tone fuzz to my baseboard.
0: There I'm you go. It.
1: I'm really happy with it. Uh, and you know, the temperature thing worked great. Um, I was saying your unbiased thing because I played a gig last Sunday when it was like 90 degrees out. I found mm-hmm. my number sounded great, but we played a much cooler gig on Wednesday and, uh, they're both outside and I turned, I just found my, my number and it sounded the yep. same. Works, Thanks, Charles. Easy
2: peasy, squeezy lemon. Oh. <laughs> Charles was great to have on the show.
1: Oh, I love Charles. He was great. The, uh, the post, the post uh, show chat was also great. I'm sorry that the rest of the world didn't get to hear all that. It happens.
2: It does.
1: Some things you just can't talk about in public on a podcast. It's fine.
2: You're making it sound saucy.
1: It was a little saucy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to people.
2: Oh, man. No, it was fine. All the drama, funny. all the gossip,
1: yeah. all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. And if you want more fun stuff, gossip and drama. Yes. For us on Patreon, patreon.com slash get offset. You'll get access to our Discord server. There's seldom drama, at least our own. But
2: yeah, drama is all pointed outwards, not internally. We all yeah, there's, there's really
1: no internal drama or there. Arms. But uh, uh, tea gets consumed, spilled. There's Spill
2: the tea, sip the tea.
1: Yeah, there's fun is there stuff. a
2: functional difference there for the colloquialism?
1: Oh. I don't know. Well, I have no idea. Um, <clears throat> and we have merchandise at podcast.com slash shop. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shout out to Hondo Drew Felder He picked up a shirt Real excited about it Thanks Hondo Thanks Hondo Um, Thank you Uh, What else Do I normally Oh like comment Subscribe Rate and review on iTunes Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Follow us on Instagram Where's their Instagram count right now Uh, I
1: don't know I think we're close to This is fascinating for people Uh, 7,000 so it went up a lot of gear for us.
2: <laughs> there we go. Um,
1: keep, keep it going. We're close to 8,000 on um, YouTube.
2: I saw that. It's pretty cool. Get me there. It, you know, it, there really is a lot to be said for that. The first 1,000 is the hardest, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for real. I really want to get to 10,000 even though there's no like – it, 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 nothing happens at ten thousand. I just really want to get there.
2: Sure, but yeah, I mean that's that's a nice milestone to work towards. It like is going up to uh, going up to five figures Of followers.
1: I would like that. That would make me feel good about myself. <laughs> I need it. I someone commented, "Imagine how far this channel could get if you knew how to play guitar." I said, "Well, it got me to Sweetwater's Gear Fest," and then someone else said, "But where'd you really want to go?" That Sweetwater's Gear Fest. That place was fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> like what? What are the other options?
1: Yeah, I can go wherever the hell I want because it's my life. Yep. <laughs> oh, by the way, that Pigtronic Star Eater Fuzz. Uh huh. Did you did you have you seen that one?
2: Uh, I've seen it. I don't think I've listened to it yet.
1: I played it at Gear Fest. That shit's gnarly. That's awesome.
2: Does it eat stars?
1: Might as well. It's got little two little switches on it to go from uh-huh. silicon and germanium, and then there's a contour that's kind of like a mid boosty or cutty kind of yep. guy. And so, there's another switch for that. It's uh, it's really handsome, really a handsome pedal.
2: Germanium and uh, mid scoop all the way. Let's go.
1: It's it sounded great. Um, cool. So, yeah, check out that demo that's on the YouTube, uh, dear viewers, and um. Uh, until next, I guess. Oh my gosh. I'm doing great. Thanks for watching.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for understanding. Until next time. My name is Emily.
2: My name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye.